Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to week five edition of the Fantasy Magnet Podcast here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. I am one of your hosts, Wes Easley, at Loafing It. And as always, my buddy, the person who I'm attracted to as a magnet always is, it's JB Barry at Fantasy Coach JB on Twitter. How you doing, JB? Doing great, man. I can't believe it's week five already. I mean, yeah. it feels like we just got this going, and now it's into the point where you got one in three teams out there that are like, uh oh, I need to make a trade. And it's like, wow, we are at that point. Bye weeks are right around the corner, Wes. Mm-hmm. And 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 I, I, you may not be like this. I am completely like this in my home league. If I can get away with it, they don't ever trade with me anymore. I I promise you, I could put uh, three of the best players in fantasy in a trade for the three worst players and they wouldn't do it with me anymore because they'd think I was up to something. You know, that's just how they are. They they think yeah. I'm up to something. And I don't know about you. And I probably deserve that reputation because in in years past, I'm always looking at that bye week situation and I'm trying to see who my opponent is and I'm trying to trade away bye week players to their players, even if it's worse, just so I can get a win that week if I'm desperate, if I need one, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's smart and that's that's you know thinking steps ahead but you're right like in my in my home league that's been long standing with my wife and my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law and and friends and family nobody trades with me they know you know at this point nobody's making a trade with me i don't even bother anymore but i'm in a new league this year with uh my brother-in-law and i are sharing a team and i know a couple of the guys in there but then it's it's this one guy's you know, a bunch of his friends that they needed a couple of extra spots, so that's how we got in. And I'm I'm realizing, Wes, that you know, we're so involved in this fantasy industry and the community, thinking about everything as a whole, that not everybody in these leagues are like that. And I was just having a conversation on Twitter today how like some leagues you just can't trade in. Cause I have a guy today who you know, oh, let's make a trade. He's one in three, he puts it out in the group chat, let's make a trade. So he's got Dak Prescott. I got uh, Joe Burrow, and he doesn't have an RB2. He's got Kamara, and then he's got, like, Gaskin and Davis and, like, nobody. And he's one in three. So he wants to make a trade. So I offer him Joe Burrow, and I think it was either Damian Harris or Damian Williams, right? A guy that he could put in his RB2 spot, be a starting running back week in and week out. And he comes back in the group chat. I can't believe you would offer me that. Dak Prescott and Joe Burrow are not even on the same level. What? I'm like, well, first of all, they're pretty close to the same level. Yeah. And second of all, that's why I'm also giving you a starting running back. And like three different people chimed in the group chat like Dak Prescott so much better than Joe Burrow. I'm like, you know what? Never mind. I see what I'm working with here. I'll just win this league with Joe Burrow, and I'll see you guys in the championship. No worries. <laughs> Do you realize what Dak Prescott has done over the last couple of weeks when Michael Gallup was out uh, kind of a thing? And Do you realize you could put either one of those two running backs, the Damian brothers there, into your lineup this week and have pretty solid weeks from them? Uh, and we'll get to that. That's what we do here on the Fantasy Magnus. We rank the players week to week, and we talk a little about a little bit of season long. We, we've actually been going – more into a DFS direction, it feels like this year, JB, than uh, necessarily redraft or anything like that. Uh, both of us have been doing pretty well in our DraftKings lineups recently. Yeah, DFS Flash Podcast has been in fuego, Wes. I've been putting out the <laughs> clips on there. I'm just, I'm so happy that we're hitting on stuff like that. And I know that you and I finished at the top of of the Pee Wee, uh, the Pierre DraftKings mm-hmm, contest mm-hmm. last week, and. This magnet show is kind of all encompassing because we are 
looking at things from a game by game perspective and the way that we're doing these rankings now, it's it's great because it kind of gives you a way to play DFS. But at the same time, it gives you a way when you're making those tough lineup decisions where, all right, do I start this guy or that guy? You know, this helps you kind of make those decisions. And if you have any start sit questions, you can always direct them over to us, either uh, how you listen to us on whatever listening platform that happens to be. You can put it in the comment section there. That always helps out the show. Or you can reach out to us at FantasyCoachJB on Twitter, at LoafingIt on Twitter, or at FI Today with a little underscore on Twitter is where you can follow the show. So what we do is we just take four games, the first four games off of a certain website, and we put them on here, and then we rank those players. And so, JB, I really did have a, a very big DraftKings uh, eye this week towards our rankings, all right, towards my rankings anyway. And I always give these to JB. I rank them where I have them, and then I ask JB to fix whatever I've broken. So in this set, first set of four games, we have the Rams versus the Seahawks, the Jets versus Atlanta, Denver versus Pittsburgh, and Detroit versus Minnesota Vikings. Now, JB, we always kind of start off with the quarterback, so I want to keep going there. Let me ask you this. A Denver Bronco quarterback or Ben Roethlisberger in the same game. Which one would you rather have? Yikes. That's going to be an ugly one, isn't it, huh? Yeah. It, I it, mean, it, yeah. We don't know which Denver quarterback we're getting yet. Right. It's still unknown. And we know that if we're getting a Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh, it's a broken Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, I don't know if you see that clip. It's hilarious. I laugh still every time as he, you know, tries to roll right and then like falls down as he throws a little one yard pass in front of him. So, I mean, I don't know that I'd, I'd want to start either of them. If this is a season long league and those are your only options, you know, sorry, but you're probably going to lose this week. Um, <laughs> I guess I would have to go with a Denver quarterback because the Pittsburgh defense isn't as good as the Denver defense, in my opinion. No, you're you're right there, and the Denver defense is only giving up 15 DraftKings points to opposing quarterbacks at this point uh, during the season. So I, I I like what you're saying. I I maybe like Pittsburgh's defense a little bit this week. I have them on one of my teams, and I thought about making a trade, and I was like, or I'm not, uh, making a waiver claim, and I was like, ah, I'll just roll with them because if it's if it's lock out there, you never know. Maybe I can get a juicy pick six or something like that, and I think I'm 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 beating that person this week anyway. So all right, so Denver quarterback or Matt Ryan, the New York Jets only give up 15 DraftKings points per quarterback. I know he had a big game last week, but I saw that Jet defense, and I said, ooh. This may be a bad Matt Ryan week. Yeah, I was actually surprised. I was looking at a chart today that uh, one of my friends put on. I think it was Munder Difflin that put it up on Twitter. And, and the Jets were actually the fourth ranked defense against the quarterback position. Mm -hmm. Where they really struggle is against running backs. So I think that that might make it a little bit scary for Matt Ryan. But, I mean, it's still the Jets. And they're going to London. It's going to be one of those weird London games, 930 in the morning Eastern time. So I don't know. I think I might still stick with a Denver quarterback there, just thinking that they might have an opportunity to put up some points where Atlanta's still looking a little shaky. I mean, look, Matt Ryan's not going to throw three touchdown passes to Cordero Patterson every week. So hopefully not not for all of us who have mike davis shares I, I, I told you that what we were talking first episode or something like that and i said unless cordero patterson starts stealing those touches from mike davis and what do you know cordero patterson rears his ugly head again i don't <laughs> i remember ugly. that you did yeah fantasy ugly head eh? he looks like a pretty handsome man if you ask me all right uh let's see denver quarterback then or zach wilson 
So the Atlanta secondary is pretty weak, and, and they are giving up a ton of points to quarterback. Zach Wilson mm-hmm. looks like he started to get into a groove last week with a nice game uh, against Tennessee. So I, I might lean Zach Wilson there, thinking that he can take advantage of this Atlanta defense and start to build on that success and kind of take a step forward in his career here. Okay, Atlanta gives up 26 DraftKings points per week uh, to opposing quarterback Zach Wilson or Jared Goff. Minnesota's defense is pretty bad, too. So I think I'll lean Jared Goff there in, in a game that they'll probably be playing from behind like usual. Okay, yeah, I mean, Detroit's offense is pretty bad, too, so that may offset each other. But I'll agree with you there. Uh, it's a tough one. It, some of these are tough. Jared Goff or Kirk Cousins, then? I'm going to go Cousins. I'm going to go Cousins. I think he, he tries to get back on track after kind of a dud last week. Yeah, I had Cousins ranked higher, too, of course. And uh, Cousins or Russell Westbrook, who just maybe we were like four weeks too late on our trade uh, Seattle halfway through the season prediction, JB. I don't know, man, what's going on in Seattle, but uh, Cousins or Russ? I'm going to go Russ there. I know the the Los Angeles defense is a tough one, but they're probably going to be without Chris Carson. So I think they're going to throw the ball a lot. I think he's going to be under a lot of pressure. So it's going to be a tough game for us, but right. I'll give him the nod because I think the volume is going to be there. Seattle gives up 26 DK points to opposing quarterbacks, and Matthew Stafford is opposing quarterback this week. Would you rather have Russell Westbrook or Matthew Stafford? Well, if I was starting a basketball team, I'd take Russell Westbrook, but okay. since we're talking about fantasy football, I'm going to go Matt Stafford. I agreed with you there. We weren't too far off from one another on that. The the Denver, Ben, Ryan thing, that was really hard to predict on on those three guys. And I think we all would choose somebody else if we could have an opportunity to. (laughs) Running back situation. The Atlanta Falcons give up 27 DraftKings points to opposing running backs. And the New York Jets are those opposing running backs this week. Would you rather have a Jet, who we don't know who that is? Or would you rather have a Seattle Seahawk, who we don't know who that is? Yeah, it's it's going to be tricky. I think the answers to those are going to be Michael Carter for the Jets. And I don't think Carson plays this week. So I think it's going to be Alex Collins for Seattle. Um, man, I, I I don't really like either of those options. But I think the Jets are, are letting kind of letting Michael Carter go at this point and seeing mm-hmm. what they got in their rookie and giving him the reins. So I'll, I'll take Carter there. Cause I don't know. I think, again, I think Seattle's going to throw a lot. Yeah, well, they're going to have to, and they go up against that Ram defense too, by the way, that's just a, that's just a tougher defense than, than of course what Atlanta has to offer Atlanta then, or I'm sorry, the, the jets, uh, Michael Carter or Najee Harris. Now you may say, Wes, that's a crazy one. Why you got Najee ranked so low? Well, the reason why is because Denver only gives up 10 DraftKings points to opposing running backs, JB. Yeah, they're actually the number one ranked defense against the run right now. So that is a really tough matchup, especially when the offensive line isn't, isn't very good for Pittsburgh. So, you know, I, I, as much as I don't want to, I might stay Michael Carter there. <laughs> That's it. I, I was wrestling with it. I wanted to put Najee lower. I couldn't do it, though. I mean, Najee, man, I couldn't do it. Uh, New York Jet, then Michael Carter or a Denver running back. I think I'm going to go with a Denver running back there. Um, which one? I, I can't tell you. I think Javante always gives me the better upside. But Melvin Gordon doesn't look dead yet. So they're right. both kind of in the mix. That's a true split backfield there. But I, I think I'd prefer both of them over Michael Carter. 
Pittsburgh only giving up 16 DraftKings points, two opposing running backs this year. But I, I, I agree with you. That's why I have them ranked higher. A Denver running back or a Detroit running back. And, and when I say that, keep in mind the Minnesota Vikings give up 27 DraftKings points. Yeah, and on top of that, I mean, it should be a no-brainer to go with a Detroit running back. But their offensive line is banged up. They might be missing yeah. three starters on their offensive line this week. So. Yeah. It's definitely a little scary to go with one of them there. That said, they both catch passes out of the backfield. They're both involved in the screen game. So I, I'm still going to go with a Detroit running back there, probably Swift. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard for me to do that one. Uh, Detroit running back or a Minnesota Viking running back, JB. I wanted to put Cooks in there because Detroit's giving up 31 DraftKings points to opposing running backs. But I was like, how much is he going to play again this week? I, I don't know. So a Detroit running back or Cooks, I guess I'll just say. Yeah, I think if if Detroit's offensive line was healthy and it was going to be a closer game, I would probably stay that way. But I feel like I got to go Dalvin Cook there. I mean, he he's got another week removed from the injury, so he should be a little bit healthier. They should be playing with the lead, so he should get some volume. I'll go with Cook. Cook or Henderson against the Seattle defense that's giving up 34 DraftKings points. I love Henderson this week. He's yeah. he's my play in the captain spot on the Thursday night game. So I, I think he scores multiple touchdowns this week. So I'm going to go Henderson. I haven't said one team yet, JB. Henderson or Cordero Patterson. I did it. Get I, out I, of I, put, here. I put him at the top. New York Jets were giving up 34 DraftKings points per running back, and Cordero Patterson is red hot right now, JB. Red hot. I mean, I would think that touchdown regression is coming. I would think that he's going to end up sliding down the old ladder, but Mike Davis, I know he's getting some touches, he's getting some looks, but th- he's an afterthought. I almost wonder whether or not Wayne Gallman is going to surpass Mike Davis on the on the depth chart. Yeah, he very well could, and I think that this is a good timing for this matchup because – Atlanta could be playing from behind, playing from ahead and using their running backs. So I'll go out on a limb and say this week, Mike Davis outscores Cordero Patterson. So Cordero Patterson's not even a thought at the top of this list for me. The problem, Wes, is you talk about we're doing running back rankings here, and Cordero Patterson is not a running back. He's a 30-year-old gimmick player who, yeah, he caught, he caught three touchdowns last week. Great. He's a pretty decent wide receiver, I guess, right? I mean, like, he, he's... He's, he's a kick returner who's 30 years old, and they're trying to run gadget plays with him. I, I'm so angry about this because it just goes against all the fantasy purists, all the football purists. Like, it, it, it makes me angry, Wes, because it's just I, I don't want I don't wish poorly on anybody, but I don't want this to work. I don't want to continue to see this work because. I mean, Kevin Tompkins and I argue about this all the time. Like, Cordell oh, but- Patterson is not a good running back. But apparently, he's good for fantasy football right now. So I can't say he's not a good fantasy football player because he's putting up fantasy points. So fine. He's a good fantasy football player. But NFL coaches and NFL GMs should not be building a team and building an offense around a good fantasy football player. He's not a good running back. He's a 30-year-old gadget player, and that's what he is. So he will not be at the top of my running back rank. If anybody else has a Cordero Patterson problem out there, you can dial 1-800-Cordero, okay? (laughs) 
they meet every Friday night. Uh, and I listen, Kevin Topkin can say he hates them all he wants, but you know, Kev's got a lot, got a lot of shares of Cordero Patterson Kev on his zero RB. Him. Yeah, zero. Okay, he loves them. Zero RB teams. He's he's like, I told you all. I told you all. <laughs> Good for Kevin. Good for Kevin. Hey, uh, I like that. So we ended up with Henderson at the top of that list. Two Rams have made the top of the list. JB, we're over to wide receivers right now. Would you rather have a Detroit Lion or a Denver Bronco? Pittsburgh is giving up 45 DraftKings points to wide receivers, which is not really that good. Yeah, actually, I'm going to go with a is, Denver it, Bronco. Actually, yeah. I, I take that back. It is good. It's it's middle of the pack. It's like sixth in the league or something like that. I, I take that back. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to go with a Bronco there. I think that, you know, the Pittsburgh is ranked 28th against wide receivers, against opposing wide receivers. So it is it is a pretty favorable matchup. Their corners aren't that strong. So I like Cortland Sutton there. Okay, Cortland Sutton then, or Calvin Ridley. And I say Calvin Ridley, too, because the New York Jets only give up 29 points, DraftKings points, to opposing wide receiver groupings. Yeah, surprisingly, they're ranked third against wide receivers right mm-hmm. now. But their schedule hasn't seen a lot of top-level guys like Ridley either. But... Ridley and Ryan haven't been able to get on the same page yet, so it is a little bit concerning. But, I mean, against the Jets in London, maybe it's a get-right spot for Ridley. I mean, he should be able to outplay those Jets corners, so I'll give Ridley the nod. You know, something when you keep saying this London thing, I always think of the footing there in London as well. Rainy footing like they use it for uh, uh, polo matches. I'm not sure if it's water polo or horse polo. Either way, I don't know. But they, they just have terrible field conditions over there in London. Uh, so yeah. you went, who did you go with? Uh, who did you go, Sutton or Ridley? No, I went with Ridley. I mean, okay. if you look at the Jets starting cornerbacks, yeah. Wes, and, and one of them's an undrafted dude from Utah whose name is Javelin. Like, come on, bro. You're not okay. stopping Calvin Ridley. <laughs> We'll see. Ridley or a New York Jet wide receiver. Atlanta gives up 44 DraftKings points to wide receivers. I'll stay with Ridley. Ridley or 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 who do I got here? Pitts? Do I got Pitts? Pittsburgh Steeler wide receiver. That's what I got. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that Denver defense is good, so I'll stay Ridley. Okay. Ridley or DK Metcalf. I didn't mm. put Lockett in there. Lockett's just disappeared. I, I don't know where he is. I, I, I think somebody took a locket and put it in their pocket, and they can't find the key. <laughs> well, he was also a little banged up, and um, they do get Jalen Ramsey this week, but Ramsey's been surprisingly playing in the slot a lot this year. I don't know if you noticed that. He's been lining up in the slot more than he's been lining up on the outside, so he might end up seeing more Lockett than he sees of DK, so... I might go with DK here in a game where I think Seattle's going to have to throw a lot. DK or Minnesota Viking? Well, Minnesota's not going to have to throw a lot. So Mm -hmm. I I think that with the two of them sharing the targets and them not throwing a lot, I'll stay with DK. The only thing with that is that we're going to have to watch the injury uh, status of Cook, I think, because if if he is banged up, they may try to take the ball out of his hands a little bit just to uh, give him a little bit of a break. We'll we'll have to see about that. So DK then or Cooper Cup going against the Seattle Seahawks defense that gives up 43 DraftKings points to opposing wide receivers. Yeah, they're pretty bad, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think I'll... Go with Cooper Cup there. Uh, you know, it's hard to not pick Cooper Cup with what we've seen from him. Three Rams, by the way, at the top of these rankings. Uh, here we are at tight end, JB. I got a question mark or Noah Fant. So I guess it's the field or Fant. 
<laughs> well, but here's where we won't find a Los Angeles option at the top <laughs> of the list, right? So, I mean, I guess the option, the, the options would be between really Pitts and Fant if you look at it. Um, and actually, you got Hawkins yeah, in Hawk, there too. Yeah, Hawk is at the top of my list. Yeah, Hawk, Pitts, or Fant. Yeah. So I guess I would. I mean, I like I like the target share going Fant's way now without Judy there, but I think right. I'll go with Hawk there. I think I'm going to stay with Hawk. Okay, we agree on that one. I had Hawk at the top of the list. I had Cup at the top of my list. You vetoed my Patterson with a Henderson, and we both had Stafford at the top of our list. All right, not bad, not bad. I like talking about those things. Our next set of four games, JB, here on the Fantasy Magnet Podcast is Green Bay at Cincinnati, Miami at your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the New England Patriots visiting Houston, and the New Orleans Saints uh, against who, who, who are they? Washington. Washington, that is, I need to learn to write better, JB. Uh, <laughs> I got, it's right here. I, I, there's, there's circumstances that, that go into this. But New Orleans Saints at Washington. All right, so we start off with the quarterbacks. Would you rather have a Houston quarterback or a Miami quarterback? I didn't write down their name because my heart is not getting attached to their name. I do not want to learn their name. I do, they do not have – they are not deserving of me learning their name at this point, JB. So would you rather have a Houston Texan quarterback or a Miami Dolphin quarterback? I'm going to go Jacoby Brissett there. Okay, Brissett. All right. Uh, Brissett or Mac Jones? Ah, see, like I really like Brissett this week, and he might be a good like dart throw option in DFS because that Buccaneers secondary is just, man, is it beat up. I, I thought I was going to get a call this week to see if I could play corner. <laughs> But at the same time, Mac is throwing the ball all over the field. They really don't have a big running game. I don't know where Damian Harris is. I know he he ran into the brick wall there at Tampa Bay last last week, or at least against Tampa Bay. I I think that they want to get their ground ground game right in New England, but it's more important for them to get their passing game right. So I do think they lean on Mac a little bit just to give him some practice against live competition. Yeah, and they've been running a lot of good, quick, quick intermediate plays for him to kind of, you know, let him get the ball out of his hand quickly. He was making some good reads against Tampa last week. Surprisingly, Houston's defense is only ranked ninth against opposing wide receivers. So uh, it's it's weird, but they are ranked 26th against opposing quarterbacks. So hmm. I'm going to go with Mac here, even though I think Brissett has a good matchup. Mac has one, too. Yes, and, and uh, Washington football team give up 30 DraftKings points to opposing quarterbacks, but that's Jameis Winston, JB. I, I still haven't been able to figure him out yet this year. Uh, would you rather have Mac Jones or Jameis Winston this week? Man, I've been trying to figure out Jameis Winston since he came into the league. I think all of us have, so <laughs> I think I'm going to stick with Mac here. I think Washington's defense has to improve, and they might make it a little tough. Plus, you always get those Taysom Hill sets that come in and could take touchdowns away from Jameis. I would agree with you there. So, Mac or Heineke? I'm going Mac. Uh, New Orleans defense kind of had a slip up last week, but I think they'll put enough pressure on Heineke to make it a, a tougher matchup. Yeah, Heineke is really similar to how Daniel Jones plays, though. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, it's, it's similar. But I'll say this Daniel Jones puts his people in a situation to succeed. He has this weird, canny knack ability to be able to do that. Mac Jones, though, or Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow, especially with a banged up Mixon. They'll throw more. Uh, yes, I can see that. Joe Burrow or Tom Brady? Tom Brady in a bounce back. 
Okay, that that was a real. I, I, we we kind of got that game right, or at least I thought I got that game right, where I talked about the emotions. I didn't even factor in the weather, but it just seemed like to be terrible conditions. Nobody, neither team could get a good. It's kind of a letdown game, really, for people who wanted to watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was. It was. It was. A, it, and it was definitely too close to comfort for those of us who uh, <laughs> were sweating out the Bucks. Bucks win. <laughs> Brady or Aaron Rodgers. I think that game could be a shootout, that Green Bay-Cincinnati game. But mm-hmm. I'll stay with Brady because I think he, he knows what happened last week and he wants to put that to bed. Okay. All right. I, I, okay. All right. Put it in the rearview mirror, I guess. I, I got Aaron Rodgers there. I, I really do like him against that Cincinnati defense. It, he's just such a weird dude, man, Aaron Rodgers is. Would you rather have for running backs a Houston Texan or a Miami Dolphin? Yikes. Definitely not a Miami Dolphin against Tampa Bay, so I guess a Houston Texan. <laughs> yeah, against New England. You know that the, we've never we've never said that and probably won't ever say that again. <laughs> the Houston Texans or a New England Patriot running back. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Damian Harris there. Uh New England what what do you think about what's your take on uh the uh, what's his name? Byron Bolden? Bolden? Bolden. Yeah. Brandon Bolden. Yeah, he'll he'll be a uh a lesser version of James White, I guess, right? Like, he won't get the full James James White workload. I'd like to see Harris get involved in the passing game a little bit more. You said it. Last week, they, they played Tampa. So, you know, Harris wasn't going to get involved. So, I think we'll get a better picture of that this week. Which one of the Houston running backs will end up getting on the New England Patriot bus when this game is over? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, a good question. question. <laughs> and it should be David Johnson because he's been their pass catching back. Yeah, but it'll end up being uh, what's his name? Who who played for him last last year from the Bengals? Oh, uh, uh, Rex Burkhead is yeah, there now too. Oh, yeah, yeah, it'll be Burkhead. Burkhead will just slip right in there. He'll just slide right in, sit next to. <laughs> yep, you're right. I didn't think of that. <laughs> well, that's what I'm here for. Um, I don't even know who you said, but I'll think you said a New England Patriot, uh, Damian Harris, or Cincinnati Bengal. I'm going to stick with Harris because I think Mixon's banged up. And, and, you know, if he doesn't play, I'm not going to take Pirine over Harris. So I'll stick with Harris. Harris or a Washington running back? Uh, it's not as not as big of a breakout for Antonio Gibson's as people would like. McKissick is still in there. McKissick is going to be in there. Uh, and, and to me, with Logan Thomas out, this is where McKissick might really start to shine, J.B., yeah, him and, and Samuel will be the benefit beneficiaries of that Logan Thomas absence. But I'm not as worried about Gibson as other people are. I think he still has the talent. He's just making mistakes in pass protection, and that's why he's coming off the field. Now, That's that means something, right? Like mm-hmm. You don't want a guy who's only going to be on the field for two downs. So that is a bit of a concern. But if he does pick up the proper blitz and, and whatever he's supposed to do on his assignments – then you'll start seeing him in the game more. So I think there's instances now, especially with Thomas out, that they'll be able to use both of those guys at the same time, split McKissick out wide or put him in the slot or something. So I think I'm going to still go with Gibson here. 
Yeah, but if uh, McKissick is still out there on your waiver wires because people just haven't believed in him, he's not going to get the touches. I do think those touches will be able to go up for McKissick here over the next couple of weeks. And it's a hamstring injury for Logan Thomas, and those things can linger. So I'm not a big buyer or believer in Ricky Seals-Jones like I was last year. I think I had him as my backup uh, tight end for Travis Kelsey, and and that just isn't going to come to fruition again, I don't think, this year. Uh, Not that it came to fruition last year. All right, so you you, would you rather have them or your playoff Lenny with Miami? Miami Dolphins giving up 34 DraftKings points to opposing running backs. Yeah, Miami is ranked 30th against the running backs. So, I mean, Lenny could have another good game this week, and he certainly has taken over this Tampa Bay backfield. So uh, I might go Lenny here. Lenny or Aaron Jones, who ended up splitting Um, a lot of carries, I think, last week, didn't he? He did. You did see uh, a lot of A.J. Dillon in there, but... I think I'm going to still go with Aaron Jones. I mean, the guy's a stud. I got to stick with him. Yeah, it could be another four-touchdown game for him. Uh, Jones or Kamara, and that's really a tough one. You know, Alvin Kamara averaging like two-and-a-half receptions, I think, three-and-a-half targets per game this year. He had over 100 targets last season, JB. He might not even reach you know, that, that 70, 50 mark, somewhere in that plateau range for targets this year. Just really strange year for Kamara. Yeah, and I think they have to fix that. And I'm sure that was a conversation that they had this week after he did. I don't think he caught a single pass last week. So uh-uh. uh, I'm going to go with Kamara there. All right. So you got Kamara. All right. On wide receivers, would you rather have a Texan or a Saint? I'll go Brandon Cooks. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's just weird because, you know, the Saints have, were just a prolific offense. The Saints completely flipped this year. All right, Brandon Cooks or a New England Patriot? Mm, Going to still go Brandon Cooks. Okay. Cooks or a Miami Dolphin? Tampa Bay giving up 56 DraftKings points to opposing wide receiving cores. Man, I think you could get open against the Bucks secondary right now. I don't, I don't <laughs> doubt it. I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but which Miami wide receiver? I mean, it would have to be Waddle at this point. So uh, I'll go with Waddle. Like, yeah, Parker, Parker could Parker could be a factor. I mean, both of them obviously against this banged up secondary could ha- could be a factor. But it seems that uh, Waddle's the guy who's getting being the the focal point of the offense, and and he's definitely their guy of the future. So I, I'm going to go with Waddle there. Okay, I'll go with Parker. I'll lean Parker on that one instead. Uh, I do like the amount of targets that he got last week. And I didn't put Cooks. I put Cooks at the bottom or Houston wide receiver just because it's going up against the New England Patriot defense, which did, did they trade Gilmore? Did they release Gilmore? What did they do? I've heard conflicting reports. So the announcement this morning was that they were going to cut Gilmore, but it didn't go into effect until four o'clock or something. Mm -hmm. So teams had the opportunity to throw a trade offer at them before that. And that's exactly what happened. Carolina came in and said, hey, we'll give you a six for him. And they were like, sure, we're going to dump him anyway. We'll take your sixth. Here you go. Well, I, I really had him penciled in to go to the Buccaneers, JB, but I guess he's going to Carolina, which is not a good thing for the Buccaneers, in my opinion. It's not. Bucks couldn't afford him, though. He was looking for money, and, and I think we only had like $3.2 million in salary to offer, so I don't think we would have been able to afford him. The, uh, would you rather have a Miami Dolphin than your, your Jalen Waddle or a Washington Redskin, Terry McLaurin? Yeah, I'll go with Terry there. Okay, Terry McLaurin or a Cincinnati Bengal? Hmm. I like the Bengals. I like them to throw a lot, and I'm going to go with a Bengal. Okay. Uh, would you rather have a Bengal or a Buck? 
A buck. A buck or Devontae Adams? Ooh, against Cincy, too. Give me Devontae. I penciled him in already. I wrote it down already. (laughs) The tight end room was actually pretty crowded in this little tier of of games that we had. Would you rather have a, well, maybe not to start with, but would you rather have a Houston Texan or a New Orleans Saint? No, thank you. Would you rather have a Washington (laughs) football team uh, or a Robert Tunyon? Cincinnati's giving up six DraftKings points to opposing tight ends, JB, which is not a lot at all. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, I want to be on Tunyon for some reason this week. Like, you know mm-hmm. I can't stand him. Mm-hmm. But something in my gut is telling me that he should score this week. So, uh, for no good reason, I'm going to pick him here. Just right. Because, like, that's just where my mind went this week. Well, and I wanted to say that because I think a lot of people are going to be thinking that. But I had to remind people Cincinnati only gives up six DraftKings points to opposing tight ends. Don't ask me why. New England Patriot or Robert Tunyon? You know, I like what I've seen from Hunter Henry, not just what he's doing on the field, but his his usage as well. So I'm going to stay with Hunter Henry here as I've been starting him for the last couple of weeks in a few spots. I don't know if Gronk's going to end up playing or not. I would lean towards not playing. So would you rather have Hunter Henry or Cameron Bright, who filled in admirably for Gronk? I think it was a weird game last week, bad weather conditions and all that. Uh, so would you rather have Cameron Bright or Hunter Henry? Yeah, he was targeted a lot, but he did have a couple of big drops. Uh, I'll stick with Hunter Henry there. Hunter or Azuma? No, Hunter Henry. Oh, come on, JB. We're not doing this, Wes. <laughs> Hunter Henry or Jaseki? That's Jaseki. Right? Uh, I don't know. That's close. That's close, because to be honest with you, if the Buccaneers linebackers line up with Jaseki, they could stay with him. Yeah, so I, I I might stay Hunter Henry there. 18 DraftKings points the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are giving up to opposing tight ends. That is third from the top, so I don't know. What that, 29th, 29th, uh, JB. I, I'd have to go Jaseki. But if you want Hunter Henry, I will write down Hunter Henry. And his middle name is wrong, okay? Uh, how about that? <laughs> very good jb that was for our first page here on the fantasy magnet podcast that of course is jb barry at fantasy coach jb if you have any comments questions or concerns about your start sit lineup or the dfs flash podcast over on aaron torres media you can always hit up jb on twitter at fantasy coach jb you can also ask me anything you would like and i'll be happy to throw jb under the bus at loafing it on twitter uh all right jb our next tier of games philadelphia carolina uh, t- uh, somebody against the Jags. Who are the Jags playing, JB? Tennessee. Tennessee. That's a t- boy. That looks like t- I-, I wanted to say Temple. It looked like Temple <laughs> to me. <laughs> Chicago or the Las Vegas Raiders and Cleveland versus the Chargers. Cleveland versus the Chargers. So this starts out with my guy Justin Fields, who has been named starter for the rest of the season. I I I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I just disagree with Nagy about everything. Even when he puts Justin Fields in there, I disagree with him now. I'd rather, you know what I really wish? I really wish that um, I was the head coach of the Bears so everybody could yell at me. But I, I really wish that I, I when he named, uh, who's, the, who's the other guy? Who's the Red Rifle? Whoever, whatever's the Andy Red Dalton. Rifle. When he named Andy Dalton as the starter going forward, I think Sunday after the game, I, th- I thought to myself, good. I, I really did. I thought good. Because, now Fields has seen the field, and he needs to step off the field and relax and watch it from the sidelines for a little while. You know what I mean? Like, 
just let everything slow down for the kid. Just, just if there's a tough schedule coming. Let everything slow down for the kid. Put Dalton back in there and let Fields come back in as the savior. And as soon as I think something like that, like, okay, I agree with Nagy. Two days later, Nagy comes out and changes his mind. And I'm going, where the hell is this guy? <laughs> so I, yeah, I don't know. I, you know. I think that was a, hey, if I'm going down, you're coming with me, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right. Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence this week. You know what? I have I've kind of liked what I've seen from Trevor. He's 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 getting the volume obviously because they're playing from behind, but he's looking like he's really settling in. Where Justin Fields is still yet to look like he's settling in. So I'll I'll give Trevor the nod here, especially against the Temple Owls. That's a really a good matchup for him. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Lawrence or Ryan Tannehill this week? Trevor Lawrence. I. I it's, I don't, I've, I wasn't on Tannehill to begin with, but especially with his weapons banged up, him having trouble finding his footing out there, I'm going to stay with Trevor Lawrence here. Yeah, and his his offensive line is just, I mean, they're all in the hospital right now. Right? I think every single one of them are. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, Trevor Lawrence then, or Baker Mayfield going against that Charger defense who only gives up 15 DraftKings points to opposing quarterbacks, J.B.? Yeah, and Baker was having a tough time connecting with Odell last <laughs> I don't know if you saw the clip of all the misses that they had, but I was watching that game a lot, and they, they weren't even close to being on the same right. page. So until they get that right, uh, it's hard for me to pick Baker, especially on a run-first offense. So I guess I'm going to stick with Trevor here. Yeah, but when I saw Baker do his little high-step thing while he was running and scrambling one time, I said, that's why they love him. That's why they love the guy. They'll <laughs> run through a brick wall for Baker. All right, Trevor Lawrence then, or Carr? Trevor Lawrence. I, I like what Carr has done. Obviously, outside yeah. of this week was a little bit of a dud, but that Chicago defense is not bad, Wes. What's going to happen if Tennessee loses against the Jets and the Jaguars in back-to-back weeks? Just Man. a question. Just yeah. a question. And and it could honestly happen. Uh, Trevor, uh, well, maybe uh, Urban Myers, uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence, or Sam Darnold. What a, what a treat Sam Darnold's been, huh? Who, yeah. who had him leading quarterbacks and rushing <laughs> touchdowns, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go with Sam. I'm going to stick with Sam here. Christian McCaffrey may or may not be back. He returned to practice uh, kind of on a limited capacity, so he may or may not be back, but Either way, I think Sam's going to be be doing his thing out there like he has been against this Philadelphia defense that isn't very good. Sam Donald or Jalen Hurts? Uh, this is close because mm-hmm. Carolina's defense is pretty good, but they did lose J.C. Horn and they haven't gotten their reinforcements up to speed yet. So I think I'm going to go Hurts here. Well, who has more rushing touchdowns, Jalen Hurts or Sam Donald this week? <laughs> that's fun right there's definitely a DraftKings prop bet on that i'm sure oh, I hope, yeah. hurts or herbert herbert even against cleveland tough defense but i'll still lean herbert yeah if he, if he puts up good numbers again this week that's gonna be something herbert or that was it so herbert won that tier okay herbert all right oh would you rather have for running backs now this is this is a weird one for me i i, I really wrestled with this one a philadelphia running back or Josh Jacobs? A Philadelphia running back. I'm not confident in Jacobs yet. He still looked a step slow last week. Against Chicago, too. And But the thing with Philly is it's a split backfield, and I, 
It's they neither. I think they both are just eating banana splits on the sideline after you watch their. You look at their usage. You know, it's just not just not happening right there. Uh, Philadelphia running back or D. Will. Uh, oh my guy, Damian Williams for the Bears. <laughs> yeah, and I like this matchup for him to come in and get Vegas in a game that they might be playing from ahead. Vegas is twenty sixth against opposing running backs, so I'm gonna take D. Will. I think he has a good game this week. 28 DraftKings points the Raiders give up to opposing running backs. Would you rather have D. Will or a Carolina running back with the Philadelphia Eagle defense giving up 29 DraftKings points to opposing running backs? I mean, if it's McCaffrey, you got to go in that direction, even if he's somewhat limited. But I think they might still rest him another week. So I'll stay with D. Will over Chuba Hubbard. Okay. D. Will or Robinson, who really bounced back last week. I don't think he had as many touches as Urban Meyer had last weekend, but he still had a lot of touches. <laughs> nice. I like that. Uh, and, and multiple touchdown game, too, which you love to see. It was finally good to see that usage and, and see him get in the end zone a couple times. Um, uh, I think I'm going to stay D. Will here. It's close. It's very close, but I'll give D. Will a slight nod. Okay, Robinson did find the end zone a couple of times, but I do think his coach hit a home run a couple of times last weekend as well. Uh, D. Will or the Cleveland Browns running back situation? Yeah, and a tough matchup against Los Angeles, but, I mean, you got to love those backs, so I'm going to go with Cleveland there. Okay, a Cleveland Brown running back or Austin Eckler? That's tough. It, to me, that one was tough. I got them, you know, right there at the top of the list. Eckler's going against Cleveland, of course, who, and the Cleveland defense seems really, really stout. But Austin Eckler may be fantasy MVP before the year's said and done. I, I don't know uh, if he'll be able to hold up to that kind of usage or not, but it's it's a tough call for me this week. Yeah, it is. And, and ah, man, I feel like Cleveland's defense is good against the run. They're ranked second against opposing running backs. So I think I'm going to go with Chubb here and think that maybe Herbert gets those wide receivers involved more this week since we didn't see much from him last week. Okay. Would you rather then uh, go with that or a Derrick Henry against the Jaguars? Yeah, I got to go with Derrick Henry there. A real disappointing game to me personally. I thought he would. I thought he would. I mean, he, what did he have, like 39 touches last week or something like that uh, against the New York Jets? I think that they're going to do it again. But, man, alive, that guy is just getting worked into the ground, man. Yep. Yep. Uh, Go pick up uh, McNichols just in case. Yeah, he, and, and he adds that receiving. He might be a little nice wide receiver addition there. All right, would you rather have a Philadelphia Eagle wide receiver going against the Carolina Panthers defense that only gives up 30 DraftKings points to a wide receiving core, or would you rather have a Tennessee Titan with the Jaguars or the polar opposites because they give 45 DraftKings points up to opposing wide receivers, but we don't know who it is. Right, exactly, and I'd like to pick a Tennessee Titan there. But I don't know who of those top two, if any, are going to be out there this week. So, you know, I guess the answer is if either of those guys are out there, it's going to be them. But if not, then Devonta Smith. Okay. Uh, Josh Reynolds, I think, is the guy to own there, possibly in Tennessee. Would you rather have then them or Odell Beckham? who And the Chargers only give up 26 DraftKings points. <laughs> yeah, again, I, th that connection's not there with Baker. Mm -hmm. It's a tough matchup against the Chargers, so... I'd stick with, you know, the pick from last round. Okay. Oh, did you have that or a loss? Oh, no, a Chicago Bear def uh, uh, wide receiver. Man, you got to figure that Allen Robinson gets right eventually, right? And 
this Vegas secondary got beat up a lot last week and, and they lost a couple of guys to injuries during the game. So they they might be a little short this week. I, I'm going to go with the Allen Robinson bounce back game this week. It's got to happen. It's got to okay. happen, Wes. I, I don't think it happens. You know, I've been down on Allen Robinson. I really like how Mooney, though, and the connection with Justin Fields. You know, I always say that the backup quarterback has a connection with somebody who's not a starter. And I don't know if if, if Mooney was the number one guy on the second team with Justin Fields or not. I, I don't know. But that connection looks really, really nice. And Fields looks a little bit further down the field than I think Allen Robinson is comfortable going. So uh, to me, Allen, and I think, I think Mooney is even out snapping him at this point. I, it's really strange what Allen Robinson is doing there in Chicago. Would you rather have a Chicago uh, wide receiver or a Vegas wide receiver? Against Chicago, I'm not going to take a Vegas receiver. I, I'm seeing some good glimpses from Ruggs, but not enough that I'm going to pick him to to do anything against Chicago. I understand. 45 DraftKings points, though, Chicago gives up. Would you rather have then a Chicago wide receiver or a Jags wide receiver going against Tennessee who gives up 53 DraftKings points to opposing wide receivers? Yeah, I'm going to go with a Jag. I mean, we took Trevor up a couple of uh, rings on this ladder, right? So um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with their wide receiver core for him to throw to. Yeah, and I, I, I hope it's a Marvin Jones bounce back game. I need one. I need one in my home league, okay? I just need one. And I think it could be a great spot for him to have one this week. Uh, Jags or a Carolina Panther, DJ Moore in particular? Yeah, it's got to be DJ Moore. What a stud. He's been such a, you know, too much talk, so much talk about Cooper Cup. Not enough talk about DJ Moore. Like, he was in that same tier of wide receivers getting drafted that is just, just a sick value. DJ Moore then or a Charger wide receiver? Against the Browns. Yeah, I'm going to go DJ Moore. Tougher matchup for the Chargers, and there's two of them to share the targets. That's something. I, I that, that was a good one. It was a good one. I like that. All right, for the tight end, would you rather have a Arnold, Sam Arnold, or no, Dan Arnold, Dan Arnold against the with the Jags now, a newfound team, or a, a Cleveland Brown? Dan Arnold. And Dan Arnold is a sneaky tight end that if you're – you're rotating tight ends every week. He might be mm-hmm. a good guy to pick up and stash because Urban Meyer and Jacksonville want to use the tight end. So mm-hmm. Dan Arnold's a nice sneaky stash, and I like him a lot. I do too. Uh, my problem is Tennessee only gives up two DraftKings points to opposing tight ends, this, and and that's who he's going against this week. So I really liked it, but I had to put him at the bottom. I like Dan Arnold though, season long going forward. All right, uh, Dan Arnold then or Cole Komet. The Raiders are giving up 16 DraftKings points to opposing tight ends. Yeah, and I'm going to stay with Dan Arnold because Cole Komet hasn't shown a connection with Fields yet. I mean, it was a mm-hmm. connection that we saw with Andy Dalton, and now that they've gone to Fields, I'm a little concerned with with Komet going forward. Arnold over Ferkser. I'm going to say you're going to take Arnold there. Arnold or Cooks for the Chargers? Yeah, Cooks a nice red zone target. Big guy, gets open, knows how to find the seam. So I'll probably pivot over to Cook here. It's it's one of those things though where he's going against Cleveland. So it's uh, Cook or Philadelphia Eagle tight end. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to pick which one, but they get yeah. the red zone targets, don't they? Yeah, and I wonder uh, if it's every other week. You know what I mean? Like I like it was a couple of weeks ago. It was Hurts whenever he came back from injury. I can't remember who they were playing, but then last week it was uh, it, it seemed to be Goddard's week. So I wonder if it's going to be an every other week, and we just got to pay attention to that. Yeah. 
Yeah, and who's getting the big targets is what I want to see, too. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the ones who are catching three passes over the middle of the middle of the field are one thing. But if there's one guy that they, that Hurts seems to rely on in the red zone, that's the one that I want. And, you know, it looks like it's been Hurts in the red zone. So I, I like that there. I'm going to go with Neagle. And I think and, it'll probably lean Hurts. <laughs> and uh, we're going to put Waller at the top of that list no matter what. Yes, sir. Okay, all right, I thought so too. All right, next one, our last little set of tier games here, the New York Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys. Let me tell you, this was an exciting tier, JP. New York Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys, the San Francisco 49ers versus the Arizona Cardinals, the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs, Indianapolis Colts, and the Baltimore Ravens on Monday night. All right, all right so here we go. We're going to start it off. Would you rather have Trey Lance or Carson Wentz? Trey Lance for the rushing upside. He had a pretty Boy. bad game in a half a game, and he still put up 20 fantasy points. Yeah, that that was the one thing that I saw too. That I was like, "Woo, whoo, okay, all right. Well, you're not going to pass a, you're not going to complete a pass all game long, but you're going to run like a wind, kid. All right, so let's do it. Trey Lance or Dak Prescott? Dak Prescott. All right, okay. Uh, Trey, La- uh, Dak Prescott or uh, Daniel Jones in the same game. Hey, I got to go Dak Prescott, even though Danny Dimes is doing his thing. I called a QB1. I said he'd be a top 12 quarterback, and I think he's like seven right now. So Dallas is giving up 29 DraftKings points to opposing quarterbacks, and uh, the Giants are giving up 23. All right, this is this is where it got interesting for me, okay? this is, I'm, I'm just going to tell you. So you went with Dak. I had Jones ranked mm-hmm. higher than Dak simply based off that draft, those DraftKings points. Wow, yeah, we got firepower coming. <laughs> and I, we do, we do. And I look, the Buffalo Bills are giving up 11 DraftKings points to opposing quarterbacks. And I know it's not, they, they haven't played Patrick Mahomes. I know that, okay, I know that. But 11 DraftKings points, JB, is like nothing, okay? It's almost nothing. They are the number one ranked defense against quarterbacks. And they got Patrick Mahomes this week. So Dak Prescott or Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. It, it, I, I know, I know the numbers, what the numbers say, but again, they haven't played Patrick Mahomes yet, and Tre'Davious White is still a stud, but Patrick Mahomes coming off a big game, got to give it to Pat. Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson against the Indianapolis Colt defense? Yeah, and that Colts defense I do like too, and and you know they're they're great against the run, they're not as great against the pass. So that kind of, okay, Lamar's quote-unquote a running quarterback, but he's been throwing well, too. So mm-hmm. uh, I might slightly lean Lamar here in the matchup and with the dual threat ability. You know, I, I have Mahomes ranked fifth out of those eight teams or whatever halfway point there between those eight teams. And, and I did. I put Lamar over the top of him there as well. And one of the things that I think that they're really doing is getting Lamar, letting him throw the deep ball, you know, is, is what it seems like each and every week. So I like how they can get behind that zone coverage that Indianapolis usually does. Uh, Lamar or Josh Allen, Kansas City's giving up 30 DraftKings points to opposing quarterbacks. Yeah, they're the second worst team defense against quarterback position. So I think this game is going to be a shootout. It's got to be the highest total of the uh, the highest total on the slate. So I, I guess I'll go Josh Allen here. Okay, Josh Allen or Kyler Murray, who we want to put there. San Francisco gives up 24 DraftKings points to opposing tight ends, which is pretty good. Top 10. 
Yeah, and and his dual threat ability also you know makes you want to put him at the top. This is close. This mm-hmm. is honestly really close because they're both good matchups. Kansas City's defense and San Francisco's defense both not good against the quarterback. Both Allen and Kyler top tier quarterbacks. This is a tough one, Wes. I mean, I you can't go wrong with either one here. Um, I guess if I had to give a slight nod, it'll be to Kyler. Okay, yeah, I do too. Uh, just a little bit. I think of Josh Allen last year in Kansas City uh, during the playoffs. I don't know. They, they may pull out that same gay script. Who knows? I, I don't know what they're going to do. But I put Kyler Murray at the top of that list as well. All right, here we go. Baltimore and, that, and that's Ra- a good point, Wes, before we move on. That's a good point because they're playing that as Sunday night football in Kansas City mm-hmm. versus Kyler who gets to play at home. So the environment alone could give Kyler the nod. Okay, all right. I like it. Baltimore Raven running back or San Francisco 49er running back. So if Elijah Mitchell comes back, I like him to lead that backfield and kind of be a sneaky good RB2 option moving forward. But uh, it's tough to know if he comes back or not. So I guess I'll have to lean Latavius Murray here. Uh, Where did Tyson Williams go? Where did he go? (laughs) He went home. He went back home. Reports are saying that, again, it was another issue with pass protection. That it wasn't that he graded out poorly in, in blocking but he was missing assignments and going to wrong assignments, and they just had enough. And they said the veterans are going to be able to protect Lamar, and that's what we need to do right now. Wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> he was on a pedestal for a half a minute anyway. Uh, maybe <laughs> he can work on that and get back in the in the game a little bit. All right, so uh, would you rather have Elijah Mitchell then or an Indianapolis Colt running back? Yeah, I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor. It's been It's been tricky, but he kind of got back on track last week. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Taylor or a Buffalo Bill running back. Kansas City gives up 30 DraftKings points to opposing running backs. Yeah, but I do think this game is going to be a shootout. So I don't think that those Buffalo running backs are going to keep their their volume up this week. So I'll stay with Jonathan Taylor there. On the polar opposite side, Buffalo Bills only give up 13 DraftKings points to opposing running backs. So would you rather have Jonathan Taylor or CEH this week? Jonathan Taylor for the matchup reason, like you just said, Buffalo is ranked fourth against opposing running backs. Okay, yeah, and and uh, Ch has has played pretty well the last couple of weeks, and I'm happy for him. Jonathan Taylor or an Arizona Cardinal? Hmm. The problem is which Arizona Cardinal, right? Mm-hmm. Like Connor's been punching in those touchdowns, but Edmonds has looked pretty good in, in yeah. you know between the twenties. He's looked really good, so. I think I'll go Edmonds here and think that he takes one in this this week. Yards per touch is great for Edmonds. Okay, Edmonds or Zeke? Zeke. Zeke or Barkley against the Dallas Cowboys? Yeah. Uh, that's tough, but I, I'm going to go Zeke. Okay. Dallas, Dallas is pretty good against the run. Yeah, Uh that Barkley's pretty good against everything. So I understand what you're saying, though. I understand what you're saying, but he's he's pretty hot right now, too. I'm glad to see that. Indianapolis Colt wide receiver or a San Francisco wide receiver? Yeah, I'm going Debo there. Debo Samuel, one of the greatest uh, draft day options you could get or draft day values you can get. Debo or a New York Giant wide receiver? I'll stay Debo. Debo or a Baltimore wide receiver? I don't know that the Baltimore receivers are going to be able to catch consistently, so I'll stay Debo. 
Okay. All right. I don't. Well, Debo and he's got weird game scripts. So he's in that Cordero Patterson kind of field where they they you know do some things there differently than what they traditionally do with a wide receiver anyway. So I could understand people's frustrations or uncertainties about Debo Samuel. Uh, I'd be personally, I'd be trying to trade him high myself because <laughs> I just I, he makes me uneasy, JB. Yeah, it's scary, but he's a yak monster, man. What he can mm-hmm. do in space with the ball in his hands is, you know, he's a guy who could take a five-yard pass to the house on any given play. Debo or a Dallas Cowboy receiver? And that that seems like Cowboy. an easy. It seems like an easy question, but I mean, if you have a Dallas Cowboy receiver, you're probably going, I don't want those guys. I don't want them. You know what I mean? Like from a fantasy perspective, the Cowboys receivers just haven't done that well with Cooper and with uh, uh, C.D. Lamb out there. Yeah, because the tight ends have been really involved. The running game's been going the last couple weeks, but this is probably going to be a get-right spot for him, and I think C.D. Lamb has a big week this week. Okay, all right. So C.D. Lamb or an Arizona Cardinal? A.J. Green. We'll put A.J. Green at the top. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go C.D. Lamb because there's four legitimate options in Arizona sharing the targets, so it's Mm -hmm. hard to pick just one. Mm-hmm. It is. It is tough. C.D. Lamb or the Buffalo Bills wide receivers? I'll go Diggs there. Diggs, Diggs or your guy who you hit a jackpot on last week uh, in Kansas City, a Kansas City receiver, whatever his name is. The cheetah, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you, Tyreek <laughs> Hill. You know how many names go through my head right now throughout the show? <laughs> it's hard to pull them all out. Get tired. Yeah. It's stamina. It's stamina, JB. It's stamina. Tyreek Hill, though, or Diggs? Yeah, and it's going to be a fun matchup to see Tyreek go up against Jadavius White, and I think that they're going to have some safety help over the top. The safeties have been playing really well, Jaquan Johnson and and uh, Hyde over there in Buffalo. So I think I think I'm going to stay with Diggs here because I think they're going to try to contain Hill, and obviously that's easier said than done. But I think Buffalo has the personnel to at least kind of slow him down a bit. And for tight ends, it was actually a pretty long list. I, maybe the bottom ones are not nearly as much, but I had to say an Indianapolis Colt or or Knox. I'll go with Knox. Okay, Kansas City's given up. Good. Yeah, and Kansas City's given up seventeen DraftKings points to opposing tight ends. So yes, uh, Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox, or Max Williams. Dawson Knox. I don't believe the Max Williams thing is going to be a, a real thing. Okay, Knox or Evan Ingram. See, that's tough. And I didn't think that this would be tough. I didn't think either until I started looking at it. And Dallas gives up 17 DraftKings points as well to opposing tight ends. And I'll just go ahead and put this out there. The New York Giants do as well. They give up 17 DraftKings points. So I'll say Knox, Ingram, or Schultz. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo has too many weapons in the passing game. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, no, ah, man. I, I can't pick Engram. Like, I don't have it in me to pick Engram anymore. And I was very big Engram guy. So I guess I'll go Dalton Schultz and just, you know, roll with the hot hand. Wait till I wait. We're not done yet. We still got more. This gets even tougher. Schultz or Kittle? Arizona gives up five DraftKings points to opposing uh, tight ends. And it, it just didn't, it's not been Kittle's year. And it's got Trey Lance as quarterback. Yeah. And I'm hoping that that, that Trey Lance as quarterback is going to start using him as, you know, that tight end safety blanket that we talk about. So uh, I'm going to trust in that happening and, and go with Kittle there. Okay. Kittle or Andrews? Andrews. Andrews, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Andrews or Travis Kelsey? Travis Kelsey. 
Buffalo gives up eight DraftKings points to opposing tight ends. And I say that because Kansas City is you – know, Buffalo's defense is just really good in opposing uh, teams as far as limiting their fantasy output. I'm not going to say against them you know, on, a, on the field, right? but as far as fantasy perspective goes – Every single one of them, I'm like, oh, they don't they don't let up points to tight ends, running backs, or quarterbacks. What are, what are we going to do here? You know, how are we going to score? Yeah, and, and you know what? They haven't uh, – they didn't really – they faced the Texans last week, right, who don't really okay. have a tight end who's involved. Um, you know, they slowed down Washington's offense the week before. The Dolphins didn't score on them the week before that. So they've pitched two shutouts over the four games they've played, so – yeah, their numbers are going to look really good because if another team doesn't score on you, your numbers are going to look good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so on the Fantasy Magnet podcast, we have narrowed it down out of all those players to just four. And I'm going to let you choose, JB, which ones they are. I didn't put them in any particular order here. I'm trying to do it in my head right now. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, you can always contact JB on Twitter at FantasyCoachJB. But here we go. JB, would you rather have Kyler Murray or Herbert? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray or Tom Brady? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray or Matthew Stafford with the Los Angeles Rams, who we really like this week. Yeah, and I think that the Rams have the better matchup, but I think that they're going to run the ball more. I think it's a good matchup for Henderson, too, so I'll lean Kyler Murray. Okay, Kyler Murray wins the quarterback tier. Uh, Would you rather have Ezekiel Elliott or Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry. Henry or Kamara? Henry in the better matchup. Okay. Henry or uh, who is that guy, JB? Who, who, a Cordero Patterson. No, it's, it was Henderson. Henderson for the Rams. Huh. You know what? It, it, it's so weird that Henderson and Henry are so close for me this <laughs> week, but... I have to go Henry. I'm, I'm going a little overboard with the Henderson, even though it's a multi-touchdown week in my mind. Well, you know, on DraftKings, I didn't look at the prices yet. I haven't gotten that far into my research, but I would imagine you're going to be able to get great value on Henderson this week. And I think that Sony Michelle there in Los Angeles is in the doghouse after having a fumble last week. His touches went down to zero, I think, after he fumbled the football last year or last week. Yeah, he only had three carries last week. I mean, they're they're clearly showing that when they have Henderson there, he's the guy. Would you rather have Stephon Diggs or DJ Moore? Mm, DJ Moore. DJ Moore or Devontae Adams? Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams or Cooper Cup? Devontae Adams. All right, Devontae Adams it is. I think you can get good value again on DraftKings with DJ Moore. I haven't looked at those prices. So Travis Kelsey or Waller? Kelsey. I, did this, I did this backwards. Uh, Kelsey or Hunter? <laughs> Kelsey. Kelsey or Hawkinson? Dog, I did it backwards, JB. Kelsey. All right. Hey, fantastic episode. I love doing that each and every week. It gives us a good perspective heading into the weekend of where we actually like these teams and everything. It helps it helps me uh, be able to put this into perspective a little bit more on what I think these matchups are each and every week. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, it's like I said before, it's something that's all encompassing. People could use it for DFS. People could use it for setting their season long lineup. So it's a fun exercise as opposed to just going game by game and talking about individual matchups, which I like, too. But this is kind of more well-rounded for us. And I hope that 
you know, the magnet listeners are, are really liking it and sticking with the format. Ah, who were repelled against and who were sticking with. Speaking of uh, exercises, are you all ready to do your breathing exercises? Because little, little, little baby JB's got to be right around the corner, JB. Yeah, man. My wife's due date is next Wednesday. So <laughs> by next by next Magnets episode, it might be Wes and somebody else filling in while I'm on daddy di- daddy duty. <laughs> I can't. Well, duty is, is the correct word there, JB. But uh, I think, you know, doing your breathing exercises, making sure you really got to pamper your wife right now, all those things. So I know you're doing a good job with all that because she won't let you not do a good job with all that. I'm sure she has the frying pan right by her side if need be. <laughs> Well, I was practicing my breathing exercises during that Bucks Patriots game last week. I, <laughs> I needed it. I was I was a little <laughs> uh, So you so you looked like the defensive coordinator for the New England Patriots. You sounded oh like with the my God. <laughs> <laughs> it looked I could say so many things about him right now, but we're a family show. <laughs> Yes, well, it won't get any worse than my Urban Meyer touch joke. So that's all right. <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, JB. You can find him on Twitter at Fantasy Coach JB. You can find me on Twitter at Loafing It. Don't forget to follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore. Please subscribe to the show. Leave a comment wherever you'd like to leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, leave a review if you can as well. Uh, but more importantly than all those other actions, Fantasy Magnet listeners, we want to encourage you to find a way to make a positive impact in somebody's life today. 